بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل إن كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحيا سنتي فقد أحبني ومن أحبني كان معي في الجنة أو كما قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ربي صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم Respected honorable listeners Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh all praise and all thanks belongs to Allah Jalla Jalaluhu wa Amma Nawaluhu who is our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher. And may the choices, blessings and truth and salutations of Allah be sent upon our beloved guide, our spiritual mentor, Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam forever and ever. Amin. When man was caught in the web of ignorance unparalleled in human history and when the choices, when the, the, when, when the, when the most evil of actions had become the norm of the day when daughters were being buried alive and when mothers were made, made property of their sons Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favored mankind by sending upon them the greatest benefactor to humanity the choicest and the most honored slave of Allah the master of both humankind and jinnat and the greatest personality to ever grace the surface of this earth and that was none other than Muhammad ibn Abdullah Janabi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam we find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the greatest benefactor to humanity at this time and in this hour of need when man was in the depths of ignorance, our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa was sent to remove man and to take man out of this ignorance and to show him the light of guidance and hidayat. Our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on one occasion had mentioned to the Sahaba that Nabi Adam alayhi salatu was salam was Safiullah, the one that was chosen by Allah. Nabi Musa والسلام, was Kalimullah, the one who spoke directly to Allah. Nabi Isa والسلام, was Ruhullah. Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, is Khalilullah, the friend of Allah. And then he said, Now listen, Ana Habibullah, I am the beloved of Allah. And I say this without any pride. This was the maqam, the status that Allah had afforded Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam was made the beloved of Allah. And then we find Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was given such maqam, such status that on the day of Qiyamah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, I will be made first to raise, rise from my grave when man will be given permission to raise, to, to rise from the graves after the day of Qiyamah has, now it is the day of Qiyamah which is commencing. I will be made first to rise on that day. And then the rest of mankind will rise up. On that day, 
I will be given the flag of Allah's praise and I will hold up this flag very high on the day of Qiyamah. Together with that, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Jannah is forbidden for the entrance of any prophet until and unless I enter Jannah. I will be made first to enter into Jannah. And Jannah is forbidden for any other ummah to enter until and unless my ummah enters into Jannah. This is the status that Allah has afforded Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We find that what was the maqam of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the status of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam when the Sahaba said, O Nabi of Allah, mata wajabat lakan nubuwa. When did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had cho- chosen you as a, as a prophet, as a Nabi of Allah? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi sallam said, Inni inda Allah la khatamun nabiyin wa inna adama la munjadilun fi tinatihi. Allah has chosen me to be the final prophet at the time when the ruh and the soul of Adam was not even blown into his body at that time, already I was chosen to be Khatamun Nabiyyin. So although I was sent in this world physically as the last prophet, but I was chosen as the first Nabi of Allah before every Nabi of Allah in the world of the souls. So this was the maqam that Allah had afforded Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. My beloved listeners, you know, there are so many rights, thousands of rights of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam upon the ummah of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. And if we go on trying to fulfill every right that we owe to Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam for his kindness upon us, for his, his mercy towards us as an ummah, for his concern and worry for us as an ummah, we will spend our entire lives trying to fulfill the rights of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but we will never be able to fulfill and make haqq and make ada and fulfill the rights of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam sacrifices on behalf of his ummah. There are countless of countless rights of, of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam which we as an ummah owe to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Nevertheless, the ulama ikram and the scholars of deen have condensed all the rights of Nabi Ali into four basic rights that we as an ummah, inshallah, if we have to comply and try to fulfill these rights, then it will be easy to fulfill the other rights of Nabi Ali and we will be counted amongst those who have fulfilled the rights towards Nabi Ali inshallah. The first right being the right of loving Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, showing true love and muhabba for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this is what Allah says in the Qur'an al-Kareem, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهِ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Say if you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then follow me, follow Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah will love you. And Allah is most forgiving, most merciful. So if you want to reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way is through Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa the medium, the rasta, the door is only through Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When hadith Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam mentioned, la yu'minu ahadukum hatta akuna ahabba ilayhi mi walidihi wa waladihi wa nasi ajma'in. Then none of you will have complete and perfect iman until and unless I become more beloved to him than his own family, his children and entire mankind at large. So it shows us that Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa love 
must be a love that is superseding, a love that goes even beyond the love that we have for our own children, for our own parents, for our own family members. The love of Nabi wasalam, should be in the forefront. And this we see in the lives of the Sahaba Ikram, that what love they had for Rasulullah On one occasion, Sayyidina Umar anhu, he said, O oh, Nabi of Allah, I love you more than everything of this world, except my own self. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Oh Umar, your iman is still incomplete. And then he said, Oh Nabi of Allah, he understood the reality. He said, Until and unless if you do not love me more than even your own self, your iman will still be incomplete. Then he said, Oh Nabi of Allah, I, now I even love you more than my own self. And then Nabi alayhi wasallam said, Al-an, O oh Umar, now your iman has been complete. So this is one of the rights that we owe to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is to love our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And on one occasion, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned to one Sahabi, Ya Bunayya, that oh my son, should I give you some advice if you can spend the morning and evening in such a way that your heart is clean from malice, jealousy, hatred, envy towards the next person, then do so. Because هذا من سنتي ومن أحب سنتي فقد أحبني whoever loves my sunnah he certainly loves me. We want to we we speak about the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We see how we are the true lovers of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But what is within the heart towards the next Muslim brother? If you want to be close to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and have the true love of Nabi alaihi salatu wasallam, let us purify our hearts from all these types of evil. The evil of jealousy, enmity, hatred, envy towards the next person, then you will certainly love Nabi Ali Salam. Woman Ahabbani and whoever loves me, Kana Ma'ifil Jannah, he will be with me in Jannah. Allah give us all tawfiq. And we find this example of the true love of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the Sahaba Ikram. Like if uh, Sayyidina Abu Sufyan radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was not a Muslim at that time. But when he, on one occasion, when he saw the amount of love that the Sahaba had for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, he made a statement, and he said, "Ma ra'aytu min al-nas ahadan yuhibbu ahadan kahubbi ashabi Muhammadin Muhammada." I have come across many people, but I have never seen a group of people who love Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam more like the Sahaba than the Sahaba ikram. They love Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam, unconditional love, true love. They had for Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. May Allah make us from those, inshallah. And the second right that we owe to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the right of showing respect to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Showing respect to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, to the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, to the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. One occasion. The Sahaba were addressing Nabi Ali Salatu Salam directly by his name, Ya Muhammad. So Allah direct Allah revealed the verse and said, La tajalu dua Rasul Bainakum Kadua Ibadikum Bada. Do not address Nabi Ali Salam like how you address one another, but address Nabi Ali Salatu Salam with words of compassion, with titles of respect. Ya iyuhal Muzammil, Ya iyuhal Rasul, Ya iyuhal Muddathir. Imagine Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has addressed Nabi Ali Salam over two hundred times in the Quran. But not once did Allah ever say Ya Muhammad out of love and reverence and honor for Nabi Ali Salam. 
Allah use titles of respect. Ya ayyuhal Rasul, Ya ayyuhal Nabi, Ya ayyuhal Muddathir. This is the respect that Allah is teaching us that we should, as an ummah, should have towards Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa There was a great Imam from the four great Aima Mujtahideen or the four great Imams of Fiqh. Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi'i, Imam Malik, and Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahmatullah Imam Malik, Rahmatullah was an Imam who was based in Madinatul Munawwara. He taught the hadith, noble hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for many years in the masjid of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And one day while he was conducting the lesson of hadith, one of his students noticed that his face was changing color. Hmm? So after the lesson was over, he approached the ustad, the teacher, and said, Oh my teacher, what was the problem? It seems as though you were going through some difficulty, some pain. So the ustad said, Imam Malik rahmatullahi said, while I was conducting the lesson of hadith, there was a scorpion that was actually stinging me on my back. And the scorpion had stung him approximately 17 times on his back. But out of respect for the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he didn't even move from his place. And he said, I would rather prefer to complete the lesson of hadith of Nabi wasalam, then moving off from this place. Subhanallah, this was a level of respect and that is why Allah gave them such maqam, such status because they had such respect for the words of Rasulullah How unfortunately today we find hmm, that we stand at the Rodai Mubarak of Rasulullah in front of the grave of Muhammad wasalam, and our phones are ringing with musical ringtones. When Sahaba didn't even, when the pious didn't even move from their places because they were reading the hadith of Nabi Ali today we can stand in front of the Rosa where the Mubarak body of where Nabi lies, when Nabi Ali lies, and there with musical ringtones we face Muhammad. Allah guide us, Allah grant us hidayat and guidance, grant us true respect. For Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ameen. We find that fourth, or the third right that we owe to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is obedience. Ita'at. That in tuti'uhu tahtadu. If we want guidance, if we want hidayat, if Allah, if you want Allah to guide you, then we should be obedient to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May yuti'illaha wal rasul. What does Allah say in the Quran? The one who is obedient to Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they will be with Allah and His Rasul sallallahu alayhi wasallam. When we say obedience in every aspect of the life of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, how our beloved Nabi alayhi wasallam ate, how our beloved Nabi alayhi wasallam slept, how beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used the bathroom, how beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi dressed when he was wearing his clothing, how our beloved Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Uh, rode his conveyance every aspect of the life of Nabi Ali Salatu Wasallam which they should be obedience to the master Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam the Sahaba Ikram were such uh, ardent followers and so obedient to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the following of Nabi Ali Salatu Wasallam that one Sahabi when he saw Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam eating food on one occasion 
And Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam had taken out calabash from the food that the, and he, he saw Nabi Ali Salam liked calabash. From that day onwards, he also decided that he will start liking calabash in obedience to Rasulullah. In following, making itaat of Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam, I will also love this sunnah of Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam. One person, one Sahabi saw Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam didn't have any types of uh, any buttons on his clothing on a, on a specific occasion, not all the time. But because he noticed that occasion that Nabi Ali Salam didn't have buttons on his kurta, from that day onwards, he didn't put buttons on his clothing for the rest of his life. In obedience to Rasulullah one Sahabi was actually crossing the road, but whilst he was crossing, he was bending his head a little. So someone asked him, why are you bending your head? There's no tree or branch that is blocking the road. He said, many years ago, I traveled with Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. At that time, there was a branch. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam bent his blessed head at this certain spot because there was a tree there. Today, there's no tree. But out of obedience and love and ita'at to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, I will follow the exact sunnah of Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. This was true love and obedience to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Today, we ask ourselves the question, how, who have we idolized today? Who have become our role models? Who are we following? Who do we want to live for? Everything that we speak about is only certain people that we have idolized. Yet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, have we forgotten about who Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is and was? And Nabi Ali sallallahu alayhi love and his concern for each one of us. Sahaba Ikram, they went to the highest level of obedience and ita'at to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala grant us the ability also to make ittiba, complete ittiba of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in ita'at to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the final right that we owe to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is the right of sending durood, abundance of durood upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, we find in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal, we all increase our durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillah, we should do this all the time. And we will see the barakat and the blessings that Allah will grant us in our life when we send abundance of durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us and Allah's angels, Allah ta'ala says, Verily Allah and His angels send salutations and durood upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You as an ummah, also send salutations and durood upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammad wa barik wa sallim. In one narration it is mentioned by sending one durood, one salutation upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah will grant you 40 benefits. How many benefits? 40 benefits for sending one durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number one, Allah will send 10 blessings in your life. Who don't, who of us do not need the blessings and the mercy of Allah. Allah will send 10 mercies in your life for sending one durood upon Nabi Ali Salam. Allah will forgive 10 of your sins. Allah will record 10 good deeds and Allah will elevate your status in the, in the year after. 10 ranks by sending only one durood upon Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Subhanallah. Allah grant us all the ability inshallah to send abundance of durood upon Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam in, in, in just by us pondering and thinking that what didn't Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam do for us as an ummah? How much did he cry for us? 
How much dua did he make for us? And by thinking of this, and we say, Oh Allah, the minimum I can do is actually send durood upon Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam because this is actually going to increase my muhabba and my love with Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It is the angels are presenting the my durood in Madinatul Munawwara and they are taking my name in front of Nabi alayhi salatu wasallam. So the more my name is mentioned in the presence of Nabi alayhi salam, it will only increase my love for Nabi alayhi salam and Nabi alayhi salam will increase his love for me because of me sending abundance of durood. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the ability inshallah to fulfill the rights of Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. Try to fulfill these four rights and we will find that it will become easy to fulfill the other rights of Nabi alayhi salam and we will be counted amongst those that have fulfilled and made ada of the hukuk and the rights of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Amin wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullah.